Hello, hello, hello. This is another special Busting Balls pod blast here at our various forums on SoundCloud.com slash Busting Dash Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, I'm Jeffrey. He's John. I'm on vacation, but we we, we said we were going to do this. Uh, anyway, uh, because of uh, two particular matches. You dedicated. You know, I'll tell you what. This has been a shitty week. Between just everything, between that school shooting in Texas, between oh. Andrew Fletcher of Depeche Mode dying, my oh. God, that that dropped my jaw completely. He, he, you know, he's he's too young. I know sixty, but way too young. Yeah, and, you know, Jesus kids Christ. go by Violator, go by One Hundred One, go by Music for the Masses, go by Frankie. I mean, he, all of that. He, he was on every album. I mean, he was yeah. on every album, so... Yeah. <laughs> Buy every 20th century album and then, you know, move on to 21st century stuff afterwards if you still love it. Yeah, it's just... And, you know, I, I, I wish more of a big deal was being made of it, but because, you know, he, he was like the, the, the one-off in the background who did all the behind-the-scenes shit, so nobody knew, knew him, you know? And, and... You know, I, I said this on Twitter, but it's... I know we're supposed to be talking football, but fuck it, you know? He, you know, 101 was the thing that got me into Depeche. And he always looked like he was having an absolute blast being up there. You know, he's the number one fan who's actually in the band. Yeah. He, he adored every second of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, he also, and, you know, he also, um, you know, he, he did like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. He handled, you know, paying the bills and and and, and yeah, managing contracts and you know the the shit that you never think of that goes into being in a band. You know. Yeah. So raising a cold one to him tonight. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm I'm very disappointed in Sirius XM's you know first wave channel because why are they not playing? Why are they not playing every Depeche Mode album back to back? All weekend, and the only answer I can come up with is because it was Andy Fletcher and not, you know, Martin Gore, David Gahan. You know, yeah, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. The guy in the background, yeah, but, but I mean, he, he was, was there. Held, yeah, he was the guy who held it all together, and big props. Yeah, so, so yeah, this this, this was kind of a, a shitty week, but we're here now because there were two games that we said we needed to talk about. Um, so, uh, yeah, we are uh, here to discuss. Uh, yesterday, the Champions League final took place. Uh, Real Madrid, 1-0 winners. 14-time European Cup winners. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I know you got some feelings about that, John. Uh, but so. but there, there are more important things to talk about than the match, which will, you know, than first. And that was... Yeah, go on. You no, no, you go on. Yeah, no, no. And that was UEFA once again at a major final, utterly screwing things up. Yep. You know, it was, you know, Liverpool fans who were there more than two hours before kickoff. And this was put on, you know, there was a half, a 36 minute delay to the kickoff here, which we should say. But Liverpool fans who were there two hours before the scheduled kickoff time were still nowhere close to getting into the stadium 
by the time they kicked off. There were doors or gates being shut with no explanation. And they put on these stadium monitors, you know, fans turned up late. And you're going, and immediately, in the age of social media, guys, don't do that because it can be immediately disproved. And every every excuse UEFA has tried to put up has been knocked down. You know, it's fans arriving late. It's Liverpool fans. It's, you know, a load of fans turned up with fake tickets. And I don't know if you saw it today, Andy Robertson, he gave a ticket to his mate, a genuine ticket, obviously, because he gets it through the club and it was rejected as a fake ticket. Now, there might, there might have been a small amount of people coming, you know, trying to get in because that is going to happen at every big game. But the same thing happened in every single game in, that, in the Stade de France in Euro 2016. Dude, the common denominator is not the fans. It's not the English fans. It's not, you know, the Spanish fans, who I understand had less problems, but similar ones. It's UEFA's organisation being an utter shit show and fans being tear gassed. You know, if you if there is one fan base that knows all about, you know, <coughs> getting getting into games and the horror that can happen, it's Liverpool fans. So, you know, don't pull this shit on us because, you know, <laughs> you ain't, ain't going to take it. There were fans watching. My one friend who was at Heisel, he was getting flashbacks that day when he heard the news. And, you know, for that reason, a lot of air was taken out of the Liverpool bubble before the game, from what I understood. From what I understood you know, it was a horror show and UEFA should have questions to answer. But let's face it, they won't because they never answered the questions about 2005. They never answered the questions in 2007, which had similar problems. And they have never, ever taken the share of the blame for playing the 1985 European Cup final at Heidel in an inadequate stadium when they were warned over and over again. And not to take any, any you know, responsibility from our fans for what happened that day because our suspension from Europe and everything was justified with the consequences. But it's funny how the administrators always walk away from this clean well, hand. Well, didn't you tell me that there were several uh, matches during Euro 2016 that had similar problems too? Yeah, everything at the Stade de France had this problem. UEFA, you know, it, it's, it's a Stade de France has the same sort of issues at Wembley. It's in the middle of a built-up area. But... You think, you know, you that stadium has been there six years. It hosts rugby internationals every single year. You know, it hosts every French rugby national. It hosts, you know, a, a vast majority, if not all of France's home games. This should not be an issue. And yet somehow it was. And, and uh, somehow it is, Now, yeah. it, what didn't help, at least on my side of the things, because, you know, I was watching the CBS uh, sports feed, and... Um, for one thing, you know, they, they kept claiming that CBS Sports did not have the authorization to go outside. And in fact, at one point they said that, you know, because fans had gotten into the to the to the TV compound, as they called it, you know, the trucks had to be locked while they were tear gassing people. Uh, but also, um, 
but also uh, they claim that uh, I mean, Jamie Carragher was one of the pundits too, and was claiming conspiracy against Liverpool fans. Was yeah, that ain't helping, brother. No, you you wait for other. I think was I think there's an Associated Press journalist who said he was you know he had phone camera footage of what was going on. He was you know he had his accreditation taken away. He was taken to a side room and was asked to delete the footage. My dudes, as I said. We are in a social media age where anyone can upload a video of what is going on to the internet in a heartbeat. Yeah. It shouldn't cut it, but UEFA were straight away at exonerating themselves, which should not be the issue. The issue should be this should never happen. It should not happen again. And there there could be worse consequences if it did. And no one, but no one wants to see that. But I do not trust UEFA in the slightest. Oh, I mean, who does? I mean, how can, how does anybody trust UEFA with anything? No one. Well, I, I I don't trust UEFA to successfully pick their nose half the time. You know? <laughs> Matt, if, if UEFA told me it was sunny outside, I would be checking and I would be taking an umbrella out. Yeah. But, you know, but moving away from this, you know, this very obvious issue, um... Yeah, Real Madrid, unstoppable in Champions League finals, it seems. When you say unstoppable, it's... I mean, Carlo Ancelotti, again, the narrative is he's this absolute managerial genius. I'm going... You ain't a managerial genius if your keeper has to set the record for saves in a Champions League final. But he did it. (laughs) And he he did what he had to do. Yeah, but did did Jurgen Klopp have any worse of a game because his side absolutely dominated and created enough chances to win that match three times old, but for an absolute career day from Thibaut Courtois? Uh, okay. And how many times have you and I sat here on this program, John, and said in the end there's only one stat that matters? Oh, yeah. But uh, as manager, but Ancelotti, you, you know, you, you can't – a, a one-off match, you can have anything happening, right? Yeah. So, and, 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 and to be fair, and to be fair, Liverpool did look the better side in the second half, but for that moment of what that moment of brilliance by Karim Benzema, which I must still say, I have no idea where the hell the offside was in that when it got taken, um, when it got flagged offside. He because he was behind, he was behind the keeper, and only Andy Robertson was playing him on side. You need the keeper and Andy Robertson and Fabinho who the ball deflected him off, would need to play the ball deliberately, and he did not play the ball deliberately. That sounds, yeah, like, that that, sounds like some gymnastics to me. That that was the explanation given by the I, referee. I, I understand. I don't see an offside here because I thought it was the last defender. Now we had to have two defenders? No, no, it's always been the keeper and the last defender. You've had, you have to have two players between you and the goal. So normally that will be one of them will be the yeah, keeper. Yeah, you know, come yeah. on. Jeff, Jeff, this is basic football. This has never changed in football. That they fill the with everything. The came out. Wait, what? So, oh yeah. shit, I got to track back now. Fuck that. Yeah. That was yeah. a legal goal. That goal no, was legal. Did it get allowed? That goal no. was legal. No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> That goal was legal. You are here defending Franco's boys. Yeah, I'm defending. Oh, I'm de- yeah, well, just wait till later because 
there's something else I'm going to be defending too. Even but, though, even though it, it went against, you know, a, a rooting interest of mine, because believe me, no, I was not rooting for Real Madrid. No, no, I know, I know. But if we're going to be talking fairness in the game, we have to look at both sides too. And yeah. in fairness, <laughs> that move from Vinicius Jr. was absolutely perfect. Oh yeah, um, it was. Um, it, yeah, but that yeah that game, you know, Jurgen Klopp did not do anything wrong. I think you know Carlo Ancelotti, the, you know, he set up in the way that um, other teams have set up against Liverpool to try and beat them, which is essentially defend really deep, trying trying to close up all the space, and then just you know punt it down the channels behind the four backs, which is the weakness of Liverpool's system. And, you know, they, they got that right once. Um, but what got me is, you know, we create so many chances. It wasn't even the best way that I've... The best game that I've seen anyone have against Liverpool playing that. Spurs at Anfield were much better playing that. You know, it was a one-all game. We got a deflected goal in that one, but they, they were superb. They, you know, they actually defended properly, didn't allow too many shots. I didn't, you know... Real, you know, they got the result, but, you know... Is, they got the ego. The one thing about Ancelotti, he got you know he has he got them playing the way Mourinho does. You know he got them playing like Burnley for God's sake. You know in a Champions League final, there's no ego there. They'll do anything to win. Fair play. Well then, another night it goes our way. But you know, well done to Real Madrid on that one. They, you know, at, at the end of the day, they, there was no refereeing decision to take into it. We, you know, we we should have, you know, you look at any metric, we should have won the game, but we didn't. It happens. Hands up. And the 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 actual uh, parade we had today in Liverpool just for the, the trophies was superb. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of Clark, but there's, there's one I retweeted earlier. If you have a look at it, it is fantastic. So yeah, and you, you know, we go again next year. It's it's bit, ultimately. It's been a hell of a season, but if you're chasing all four trophies at some point, you're going to wreck a steam. And I thought we were, over the last month or so, we weren't quite as sharp an attack as we have been. You know, we haven't quite taken our chances. Uh, I, I will know that there's been a distinct, uh, cha- noticeable change in Liverpool the, la- the last few weeks where they always seem to be on the back foot. I mean, when they went down against Wolves early, it was like, ooh, you know, <laughs> that's well, not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wolves and St. Town too. Right? They, and ultimately as well, there's there's a rumour, quite, quite a strong rumour going around that that was Sadio Mane's last game for Liverpool. And I would just like to say what a mighty servant for the club he has been. I was saying, oh, yeah, that, that was something I was going to bring up too. But yeah. but let's put a pin in that right now. So I mean, Real Madrid far and away the all-time winners of the Champions League slash European Cup. Double the next four, yeah, double double the next team behind them, which is you know, which is AC Milan. Well, not Liverpool, likely to win again soon. Liverpool and Bayern tied at six. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, it, it was heady company in that it, 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 on that pitch. I, I mean, and, Matt, and the, the thing you look at Real Madrid this season, they have had that run across the Champions League. You know, the top three in England plus Paris Saint Germain. That's a hell of a run, and you're looking at that, and you would say that in none of those ties were they the better side. That's, it's an incredible, incredible run. Mm-hmm. You know, 
there is fortune there, but you know, ultimately they do whatever it takes to win. And they and Karen Karen Benzema, I know he didn't score last night, but he has had a season for the ages. <clears throat> yeah, he did. But, you know, he's in the Ballon d'Or, even despite the fact he is not the best person behind the scenes. If we are, no, he him. is not. But I mean, but all all that being said. I mean, yeah, so well, where does Liverpool go? Well, I, actually, I have two questions for you. Number one, where does Liverpool go from here? Because the reports have been coming through that Sadio Mane is going to, to Bayern, is what I hear. Yeah, that, um, that's true. And there's also were reports that Mo Salah's agent was touting him to PSG. <laughs> that uh, one's important. I, I heard reports about that. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. Could we be looking at the end of this golden era at Liverpool under Klopp? Well, that last name you mentioned there to me says no, because it's Klopp. And Klopp, from the moment he's come into the club, whoever he has had at his disposal, he has gotten a tune from them. You know, he came in the, the, essentially for five, six years. And he got, he immediately improved the place. You know, and we've brought in, you know, we've got Luis Diaz, we've got um, Diogo Jota there, and we've got Harvey Elliott coming through. We, you know, there is an evolution going on anyway. But I think ne- it, Mo Salah has said he's staying at least next year. But after that, we don't know. That that his agent is, <laughs> yeah, not, not particularly a popular man in Liverpool at the moment. And... Like I say, Sadio Mane, yeah, he, he's he has been superb, and he he has had this season where he has shifted across to centre forward. We hadn't played for he has been magnificent there, and he gave us an absolute boost in that second half of the season. So you know, I, I've got to say, I don't think the the golden age will go away at least until Klopp does, and I, he's not going anywhere for at least another four years. So enjoy it while it lasts. Um, so my yeah. ne- my next question then is also, even though the quad did not happen, and you you only quote unquote won league and FA cups, I mean, is, is this worthy of an open top parade? And is this season a success by any by standards? Even though you you did not win, and I know I asked you this last episode too. But yeah. I, but now that the champion now that it's all said and done, do you still feel that same way? Absolutely, I did. I, again, I don't think you I, you probably haven't seen the clock thing today. He just saw he saw that open top right there, and he said, "I don't care what anyone else thinks. You know, <laughs> this is perfect." But you you've got a city that comes out after one of the most deflating nights it can have. You know, losing a Champions League final in such disappointing fashion. And it still comes together and shows its appreciation for the heroes. I, I would absolutely say it is because it's the first time anyone's done that, you know, got to the Champions League, FA Cup and League Cup and League Cup in one season and put up 90 plus points. Yeah, which is, you know, it's an incredible amount of points. And you've just got that city machine ahead of you. It's it's a successful season because that club has fought all the way to the end in everything and gotten as close as anyone ever has to doing that that quadruple. 
Okay, fair. I just wonder what you, you know. It, it, yeah, it, I'm, it, I'm absolutely... Look, I, it's, 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 you know, was it Klopp comes in, he said he wanted to change doubters to believers. And, you know, if you don't believe after everything he has said and done over the past six years now, yeah, what, what, are, you, what are you doing in football, man? Because you've just got to love it, as, as, particularly as a Liverpool fan. Well, I, mean, trust- I, I, I saw a lot of uh, people posting memes and, and mocking Liverpool oh, yesterday, yeah. but, you know. And, it's a, and, and if you don't know where we go from here, I, I think the phrase is, we go again. Klopp, Klopp will, you know, they'll have that little break over the summer and we'll go again. And I think this year, you know, you've got two Liverpool front three, you know, Salah and Diaz for next year are not going to the World Cup. So they are going to have a nice little winter break as well. So that could be important. Whereas no other significant, particularly significant forwards for City or the other top clubs have that break. So that could be a big advantage in the middle of next year. So uh, there was another game today. There of, was. Of import. I, I, being a total professional, completely missed. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I knew my man Jeff was on this. <laughs> I was. I, I managed, While I was in a hospital with my son, we managed to, 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 to accomplish this. Uh, I did see Nottingham Forest beat uh, Huddersfield Town 1-0 off of an, an unfortunate deflection off of uh, Huddersfield's Levi Colwell. No no shots on target in the first half, but yet there was a 1-0 scoreline. But that was enough to see Nottingham Forest into the Premier League for the first time since 1999. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think I said this last week. This is Forest are one of those teams who, when I was growing up, were always that you know, Cluffs Forest were a good side. You know, these were double European Cup winners. Even if we retired, they fell away, came back into Frank Clark, and they've been gone for 23 years, and that just seemed wrong to me. So, I, no offense to Huddersfield, who are a very well run side, but had that, but from what I heard today what i mean told today they have the same problem as they had last time they were coming up but let's face it nottingham forest where were they after seven games bottom of that table they were bottom of one point bottom of the table and now they're in the premier league that is an amazing story that's an absolutely amazing story and speaking of amazing stories during the commentary I, i don't know who was calling it in england but we, you know, ES, the ESPN Plus feed had John Champion and Taylor Twellman, and John Champion related a story on how Ron Atkinson, in, you know, in that final Premier League year, Ron Atkinson got announced to be the new Forest manager on the day of a fixture against Arsenal. He showed up to the city ground and accidentally sat in <laughs> the Arsenal dugout. The wrong dugout. Turn, yes. turn around and sees Ars. I can just imagine Arsene Wenger just looking at him like. Uh, hello, I, I believe you are in the wrong. <laughs> in, in that Arsene that, that Wenger voice, you know. I believe you are in the wrong technical area. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just over there. <laughs> yes, hi, hello, pleased to meet you. You are in the wrong dugout here. <laughs> oh, my, I mean, yeah, that, that's a bit, Ron Atkinson versus Wenger. That is, that is old school English football versus the new era right there in a nutshell. But... Uh, Anyway, uh, I do have some bones to pick, though, about this match. Yeah. 
because Huddersfield had two penalty shouts, one of which I uh, – the, the first one came when uh, when Jack Colback appeared to go into Harry Tuffalo in the area. Um, Harry Tuffalo went to ground. Referee John Moss gave Tuffalo a yellow for diving. This went to VAR, and they agreed with him. I don't – that one – okay, that one was hard to tell. It must be said, that one was hard to tell. In which case, VAR is rightfully not overturning. Yeah, I don't know, though. They have a case because it wasn't clear. It was not yeah. clear. VAR but, has to be overturned. What was much more clear was that uh, O'Brien of Huddersfield went down after a tangle of – after tangling with uh, – let me get their names here. O'Brien and Lowe. So – yeah, so it was uh, Lewis O'Brien went down in the area after, you know, kind of he got hooked. His foot got hooked by Max Lowe. And that was not a judge as a penalty. That one, I think, was a clear penalty. I think I, I do. I do think Huntersfield got boned here. I haven't seen it, so I cannot comment. And again, I, I did have a rooting interest in Nottingham Forest in this match, but I think they got hosed. I can't argue with that because yeah, you didn't I, I will have a look at the footage later. But but yeah, I, I I think that yeah they were they were probably hard done by, but at the same time you know and, and we did get an appearance by uh, by Ethan Horvath, USA international uh, goalkeeper, towards the end for for Forrest. But um, yeah, Forrest, I mean you you cannot you cannot deny that they were deserving promotees after the season they've had. As a question, who gets the manager of the year now, given that job <laughs> that has been done at Forest? <laughs> Do manager you... of the year of who, the championship or manager of no, the year? In English football, in I said, generally. I said last week, why isn't Steve Cooper part of this conversation? Yeah, probably it's a Premier League award. And yeah, but, well, that'll yeah. be why. But and I absolutely yeah. agree. I, mean, I, I, I still think Thomas Frank. If we're talking Premier League, I still think Thomas Frank had a good shout. I I, I think I said last week Patrick Vieira is also in there for me. But yeah. but you know it, it, here we go, and it's going to go to the to 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 you know the the biggest the biggest guy and, and all that. The, the but, best, uh, guy. The best so, guy. Let's, so, let's, went to the right person. Oh, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> in, in the uh, yeah, and you know what his ma- yeah, and you know what his uh, his managerial stint was. You know, most of his achievements were outside of the Premier League. Thank you. So you know, let, let, let's not forget that because technically this should be a Premier League award. Yeah, ninety two points is still a pretty shit hot amount of points. Fifteen points up from last year. Is it, oh no, twenty no twenty three points up from last year. Oh wow. That, all, the, all this being said, um, all this being said, uh, congratulations to Nottingham Forest. Uh, next season is going to be interesting. It, Forest, as I said, they they played both our sides in the cup this year, and they were excellent on both occasions. They are going to be a fun side to see, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll we'll see how well Steve Cooper adjusts in, in that squad. They too have a, a lot of lone ease that they they might want to lock down. 
including, you know, uh, Zinkernagel, uh, you know, Patrick Zinkernagel and uh, Jed Spence but on loan from Watford and Middlesbrough. Now, you know, clubs now below them, it turns out. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. It's, it may be a, maybe a similar situation to to uh, to Celtic in that re- in that respect. Yeah. But uh, anyway, did we talk? Uh, was it just you and me talking, or did we talk at the top of the the, the hour about the, the 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 riots going on at Sun Shen right now? Uh, that was just you and me talking before. Okay, yeah, there, there are riots going on at Sun Shen as we're speaking because they got relegated from down to League Two today yeah as we were saying it's not the fans of the band who are frankly the least likely people in all (laughs) of pop to riot i heard that last night oh yeah come on that 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 piano riff it just makes that song you know oh it's beautiful that early i beat what they are yeah hell yeah but yeah uh, They're leading the charge. Okay. Bob, Stan- Bob Stanley and his books are the weapons <laughs> of Have you seen these books, man? They are they are bricks. They're, and they're brilliant. <laughs> All right, two two more two more notes real quick before we wrap this up and I get back to uh my summer break here. Or our summer break, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Who else to watch yet? Say what? I've got Wales to watch yet. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, that was one of the things I was going to mention. Yeah, Scotland and Ukraine is on Wednesday. Holy shit. Yeah. Ukraine is going to go through with this. Are they? <laughs> yes, Ukraine are going to play it, it's, which I was half expecting not to happen. You know but, what? I, 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 this is one of those cases where of the three, uh, of those three, I just hope everybody has has fun, you know, because... Everybody wins, everyone goes. Yeah, I think that, that, that <laughs> should be the way it should be because fuck, fuck England and fuck Russia too. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll see who gets to play Wales between uh, Scotland and Ukraine. I don't know. We're, we we won't be discussing it unless I guess no. if Wales go through and then John will twist my arm and make me come. Oh back. yeah, yeah. This time next week. <laughs> will it be this time next week? Yeah, yeah. It's the sixth. So. Oh okay. Pretty- oh shit. Okay, so the last thing I want to mention is that related to the uh, the last uh, re- relating to the the championship playoff final, that was John Moss's final match as a referee, and oh boy, did he put in a performance then? John Moss, Mike John Dean, Moss. John Moss, Mike Dean, and was it Martin Atkinson? Rest in piss, bitches! <laughs> You're gone. We don't need you. You we suck. Are, oh you sucked. <laughs> It, it's like I, I am. I'm not one to shame about the shape body, but watching John Moss get around that pitch, you're just like, no, dude, you should be gone. You need to be gone. Uh, you know what? How about you the fact that they were awful referees means they need to be gone. Friggin Martin Atkins, the old, the old drummer for Atkinson, Public Image yeah. Limited and Ministry and Pigface. Once confided to me over Twitter, it's like, yeah, I hate football on the Saturdays because every weekend I get people adding me accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Clang, there's a name drop there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. So, you know, it's social media, man, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, oh, oh, overall, though, my, my goodness, yeah, three of the absolute – you know what? I thought when Graham Paul – was around. I thought he was the dirt worse, and oh my God, has he have has he been outdone? Who was it? Who was oh, the dude who showed three yellows at a World Cup match? Who is Paul? I believe that was, yeah. was that Paul. 
I believe that was Graham Paul. Yeah. Was it? I thought it was. It, I thought it was the other guy that like came in between him and and Mike Dean as the senior. Let owner. me have a double check here. I mean, who cares? There. You know what? There was a once again. There were a re, there was a reason why no English referees were at the 2018 World Cup. Yeah, and there's a reason. I think it's a, there are no VAR. Um, yeah, and no, it is Graham Paul. It's it's to three yellow cards to Simunich. Okay. Yeah, so, see, I, my memory's good here. Uh, I know. I know things. Grandpa was a complete bastard, but that was somebody else too. Who the, the, it has happened. There's, uh, you know what? There are so many bad English referees. It's, it, it, you know, we could be, we could do a whole show on how bad the English referees are. Yeah, that and their reason there are no VAR, no English refs on VAR. Just the one English rep at the World Cup, I believe. Oh. Or maybe. Who, <laughs> that's it. Who is it? Is it Oliver? Michael Oliver. Yeah, Michael uh, Oliver. Who is a good referee? Uh, in comparison. Uh, uh, yeah, in comparison. That's a kind of a low bar to clear, though. It guy. is. Yeah, English referees are awful. And on that. So, yeah, you know what? John Moss, Mike Dean. John Moss, Mike Dean, Martin Atkinson. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> for for your absolute disservice to this sport that we all I, I, love. yeah and and while I am willing to acknowledge that refereeing is a hard job that frankly I wouldn't want to do, I entirely endorse my co-host sentiments there. Yeah, fuck all y'all. <laughs> just fuck, just fuck y'all. And with that, I'm going back. Well, we are going back on our summer holiday. That's right. Yeah. So just imagine us on a beach in Hawaii with. You know, margaritas or whatever. Mai Tais. If, you're, if, we're, if we're in Hawaii, we're doing Mai Tais, my guy. Come okay, on. we're doing Mai Tais. I'm having a long hard iced tea in there for a while. <laughs> yeah, you know. All right, well we'll, well, we'll see. We may pop in here and there with a pop blast. We are planning to come back before the seat, before, you know, the, the, you know, the proper season. I, we don't give a shit about Major League Soccer, mostly. Liga MX ends tonight, too, but, you know, it, it is what – it is what it is. Absolutely. So I mean, yeah, I, 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 Atlas already Atlas already has a two nil lead over Pachuca. So I think uh, it, it's kind of safe in saying that Atlas is going to uh, win win the Klausera there. So, but uh, well, you know what? It's been fun. It's been another season. It's now over. So until next time, it's uh, good night for me. And it's good night from him. We'll see you when we see you.